Hello and welcome to the Borderlands Church broadcast. I'm Matthew Yates and I'm here with lead pastor Nathan Perry. Hey, Nate. Hello. Good morning to you, sir. It's good to be on the episode seven of season one of the Borderlands Church broadcast, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, so we're, we're gearing up this morning to meet uh, for the third time at the Doubletree Suites, 2601 Richmond Road, uh, for our third service. Are you excited? I'm ecstatic. Ecstatic. Tell us what's been going on. I mean, we've met for a couple times over at the Doubletree. This seems to be working. Yeah, it's great. Um, we just took that step of faith and decided that we were going to do what God has called us to do. We didn't need to wait any longer, and we just jumped into it, and we're just seeing God do His thing. Yeah, so we had, uh, we've had we had some new visitors. We'd like to invite everybody out there in the listening audience for our 11 a.m. service at the Doubletree Suites, and we want to make sure that uh, you guys feel welcome, so we're inviting you now, right? Yes, please come and hang out with us, and we like to have a good time. Like We like to search the scriptures, we like to do communion, we like to worship, you know, your standard church stuff, but we like to do it too, so you should come hang out. Yeah, absolutely. So Borderlands Church is a spirit-filled community. We're coming together to learn how to live life in the kingdom of God by searching the scriptures, forming meaningful relationships, you know, doing the stuff that's in the Bible and doing things that are Christianly, right? That's right. I like that word, Christianly. I, I first heard that from one of the uh, foremost Bible scholars that, you know, I study and um, read about, N.T. Wright. Some of you guys out there might know uh, N.T. Wright, but uh, he, he it's the first time I'd ever heard that word, Christianly. I like it. We're Christians, and we are proud of that. Yes, we are. We name the name of Jesus, and we shout it from the housetops. So we're in a series right now. We're, we're wow, almost ready to wind it up in a, two or three weeks. We're studying basically our core values of the church, right? So everyone knows what we're about. That's right. We're doing our teachings on core values. And Matt, you actually spoke last week about our core value, everyone gets to play. Yes. And that's out of Ephesians, Ephesians 4. For So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, I'd be happy to. So, uh, yeah, one of the greatest things about uh, the kingdom of God is everybody has a part to play in the kingdom of God. There's no big eyes, little U's. Uh, A lot of times we read the scripture and we think, oh yeah, there's special people who are called out to do special certain things. And, And while God does anoint and set apart certain people to do certain things, like, you know, there there probably won't ever be another Apostle Paul that uh, writes, you know, 90 or so pages of Scripture in the Bible and contributes to uh, creating Christian theology. There probably won't ever be another one of those. Uh, you know, there'll, there'll never be another uh, Jesus, because there's only one, right? So everybody in the kingdom of God gets to play. So the the thought about this core value of everybody getting to play in the game comes out of Ephesians 4, uh, 11 through 16, basically where, where Paul's writing to the church at Ephesus and telling them that, you know, God has sent Jesus Christ here, Jesus was crucified, buried, raised from the dead, and then he, uh, he ascended. And so when he ascended, he also 
gave gifts to men. He broke up the monopoly. So when Jesus walked on the earth, he was the epitome of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Every single gift that the Holy Spirit has given us in the church, Jesus possessed that 100%. He was fully God, fully human. So he was fully God as fully human. And once he ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit to us, you know, the Acts 2 story, the upper room and all that. But he also gave gifts to men to be able to fill what he says, what Paul says, the entire universe with himself. And so he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And so this whole passage of Scripture is basically talking about how God equips the body of Christ to do the work of the ministry. It's not so much about the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Those are the coaches. And, you know, in in our world, our world of sports, we hear a lot about great coaches, you know, John Calipari and Mike Krzyzewski and, you know, John Wooden and, you know, some of the great coaches. But Behind Bob the, Knight. Bob Knight. There you go. He's one of the amazing coaches, right? I'm thinking Billy Martin in baseball, you know, one of my favorite <laughs> sand kickers, right? Billy Donovan, Oklahoma City Thunder. Billy Donovan, Oklahoma City Thunder. But behind those coaches, you know, are some real good superstars, right? You take John Calipari. He's got, what, 30-some guys in the NBA that he's coached. It's not about his coaching ability or the fact that he's some sort of basketball apostle, right? He's he's preparing people to do the work of basketball. So the apostle, prophet, evangelist, ba- uh, pastor, and teacher are equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. In other words, he's equipping the the Holy Spirit is equipping these people to equip other people, and everybody has a part to play in that. The Bible tells us that everybody's been given a spiritual gift, everybody's been given a measure of faith, and so the what, what our job is, as the pastors, as apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, what our job is, is to be the coach, is to say, look, you know, we've been doing this a while, here's what uh, worked for us, here's what the Holy Spirit says, here's what seems good between you and me and us and the Holy Spirit, and I think we should do it this way. But the focus is on the body of Christ being built up and every part helping other every other part grow. In other words, if there's something missing, somebody's going to suffer, and the body of Christ is not going to be perfectly fit together, and it's not going to be full in the fullness of the faith and the fullness of the unity of, of Jesus, like the Bible says that we need to be. So everybody needs to do their part. That's right. And I think it's one, it's really key and important to point out that this isn't uh, works-based faith. We obviously have our faith in Christ through, um, you know, his death and resurrection, his love for us. We, you know, we... That's our we are we have our faith in Christ, but it's also important that we also do what He's called us to do. And there's an element where um, we have to work and we have to do and work in our calling. It's part of you growing up. It's part yeah, of growing. It's part it's of growing part, up. It's part of becoming, uh, you know, a baby Christian into a mature Christian. And, and Paul goes on to say in Ephesians four, he's like, look, uh, so we we need to grow up and become mature in Christ, so that we're no longer tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine and the human cunning and craftiness and deceitful schemes. But he says in verse fifteen of Ephesians four, rather speaking the truth in love. We're to grow up in every way into him 
who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each and every part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Hey, guess what? Love is the law of the kingdom. You know, I like, I, I like the fact that, you know, faith is the power of the kingdom, love is the law of the kingdom, and hope is the herald of the kingdom. But that whole thing about love, everything has to be governed by that. Jesus didn't do anything without it being just bathed in, in love, just immersed in love, every single thing. So these gifts that God has given us, they're all done through love. So if, if, you've ever feel, if you ever feel manipulated by leadership, especially in the church, you know that that's not love. Love doesn't have anything to do with manipulation. Love has everything to do with enabling people. And so that's what we're about here at Borderlands. We're about enabling people and coaching them and helping them with their calling. And, you know, if, if your goal is to be a have a Master's of Divinity degree, you know, we can help you with that. If your goal is to, to go to a, a seminary or a Christian university, hey, guess what? We have those within our denomination, the International Pentecostal Holiness Church. If you just want to serve and minister in the church, we can help you with that as well. So we have a lot of things in the arsenal of what we do here, but we have a greater thing in the arsenal of the Holy Spirit who enables us to do our part in the church so that every part is filled. That's right. I think it's also important to note that um, Jesus lists the fivefold ministry, but the, it goes way beyond that. Right. Um, you know, he, there was a purpose and there was a theological purpose for naming those five ministries. But the ministries, I mean, there's so much. It's probably limitless to um, the ministries that God has in mind and the gifts and the talents for people to work and the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives go certainly beyond those those five callings. Yeah, so the job of the coach, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, is to help discover, develop, and deploy those gifts that God has given each individual in the church. Because if you name the name of Jesus, in other words, you believe that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, God has made him the king of the world, God has given him all authority in earth and in heaven, and you believe in the Great Commission of going and making disciples and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them everything you've learned, and Jesus will be with us always. If He's the Lord of your life and you call yourself a Christian, then we have to live by His standard. And to live by His standard, guess what? His standard is that everybody not only gets to play in the game, but everybody should feel like they have to play in the game. I think we have an obligation that, you know, when I stand before God, if he says, Matt, why didn't you use the gift I gave you? I've got to come up with an answer, and I'm, I'm probably going to be ashamed, like, well, there was nowhere to use it. Uh, okay, what about that church, Borderlands, that, uh, you know, I gave the idea uh, to get started, and they, they offered you the ability to use your gift. Why did you ignore that? <laughs> you know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be standing before God and, and, and saying, you know, I, I didn't use the gift that God gave me. I, I hid it under a bushel, and I didn't let my light shine for Jesus. And, you know, people are listening today. They have a spiritual gift, and they've never used it. Guess what? We're calling on you today. You know, send us an email, info at borderlandschurch.church. Borderlands.church. Info, <laughs> info at 
Thank you. Info. <laughs> Info at, border at borderlands.church. Yeah. Send us an email and say, I have a spiritual gift and I don't know where to use it. Yeah. Let's let's sync up. You know, come and visit us and we'll talk about that. Or come and you may not know what your gift is. The chances are it's something, it's probably a lot more practical than you've realized. And it's probably a lot more, um, uh, yeah, just it's probably a lot more like common. It's, you don't have to really, it's something that you don't have to spiritualize. Yeah. But come to the church and explore your gifts. You know, even if, even if you're not coming to our church at your church, yes, explore your gifts, you know, take, take a step of faith and you're like, you know what? I've never, um, I've never greeted before. I've never, um, I've never worked in children's ministry, but maybe it's God's calling you to do that. You know, explore the gifts that God has given you. And you may, you may jump in children's ministry and be like, well, this, you know, this just wasn't for me. Well, that's okay. Go try something else. If you want to be a musician, start taking music lessons. If you you might have a gift for music, you might have a gift for piano or singing or drums. If it's sound mixing, you know whatever it is. Um, if you if you've never done it before, just find someone to teach you and mentor mentor you in that, and you know just take a step of faith. Whether it's at Borderlands, we'd love for you to come and use your gifts and explore and learn more about that. But if it's not, just do it at your church. Um, uh, because we're all in this together. This is the kingdom of God where we're all, uh, have the same purpose and mission and vision. So we'd love for you to come out to the double tree suites, 2601 Richmond road, Lexington, Kentucky. We'll be in one of the ballrooms and we'd love for you to come and be a part of what we're doing at borderlands church. And it's www.borderlands.church. You can come, uh, you can go on that website, check out all of our core values, check out uh, everything that we're doing, all of our events. Thank you so much, Matt, for bringing the word last Sunday and teaching us on Everyone Gets to Play. Tune in next week, 8.30 a.m. on WCGW 7.70 a.m. The Eagle or our Apple Podcast. Yes, our Apple Podcast. We should be on soon, if not already. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right, God bless.